What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. As you can probably sense in my voice, your girl is sick. <laughs> to be a little bit more specific, last night I tested positive for the Rhone. I'm going to try and avoid saying the actual word because I don't want there to be any sort of censoring on this podcast, but tested positive for the Rhone. And let me tell you, it has been rough, man. It like fevers, chills, aches, earaches, the whole nine. It has been, um, it's been rough. <laughs> that's, that's the only way I can describe it. However, I am grateful for the work that I do, that it allows me to be home, um, away from other people so that I don't infect other people. And I can do my work from my couch on my laptop wearing my husband's clothes, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. If y'all could see me, I am looking a hot mess. Um, but the show goes on literally. So we are recording today's episode and it is a Bible study breakdown episode. We're inside the book of Jonah, which is probably a very familiar book to many of you. We'll get into the nitty gritty here in a moment. And today's episode is really specifically over, are you running away from God? There's three specific points that we're going to dive into today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and do it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. As you can see in the title of this episode, we are two days away from the doors to High Ticket Powerhouse 
closing. If you have not yet already heard, because I have seen in the statistics in the in the back end of my podcast, I can see all the stats and the numbers and the growth. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of new listeners on the show, which I'm so grateful for. Thank you, Lord. Um, if you haven't yet heard about High Ticket Powerhouse, this is my 18-week group coaching program designed to teach you how to create and how to sell a high-ticket one-on-one coaching offer and get consistent clients any day of the year without having to go through exhausting launches, without having to duct tape your business together any more. This program is guaranteed to three times your investment and we start on Monday. However, your last chance to get into the program is Saturday, two days away. So the way that you find out, is this program a perfect fit for me? Go down to the show notes and click the link that says book an interview call with Cami. Click that link, select a time and let's pop on Zoom and find out, is this program a perfect fit for you? Again, two days away. If you are somebody that is not a new listener, you've been hearing me talk about this program since November and you've been procrastinating actually reaching out, whether that's from just fear, whether that's from um, imposter syndrome, whether that's from assuming. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's, it's, you're teaching us how to sell high ticket. It's probably a high ticket program. Um, all I can say is please don't assume. <laughs> Please don't assume this program is guaranteed to three times your investment. We have a wide variety and multitude of payment plans available to make this program accessible to as many people as possible. Um, so all I can say to you is that if you feel a tug on your heart, that this is a season that the Lord is asking you to invest in your business, to invest in mentorship, which is biblical, by the way. The Lord talks about investing in the gifts that he's given us, specifically um, when Jesus actually talked about it in the parable of, was it the parable of, y'all, I have Rona, okay? So forgive my mind, my mind fog. But you know the part in the Bible where, where Jesus was talking about the parable where the man um, gives three men um, money to hang on to and two of them invested it and doubled the investment. One of them just buried the money because they were afraid to lose it. And that person was rebuked, okay? Don't be that person. Don't be the person that gets a gift from God, that gets a word from God, that gets an assignment from God and doesn't act on it because they're afraid, okay? So, High Ticket Powerhouse, doors are closing in two days. There have been women coming in, specifically the last two days. There have been women coming in over the course of the last several months, but specifically in the last two days. I love this group of women. I'm so grateful to get to mentor them. I love their personality. I love their drive and their passion to be obedient to what the Lord has called them to and to be able to bless their families financially and create massive impact in the lives of their clients. So High Ticket Powerhouse, go down in the show notes, click the link, book an interview call with me. Uh, your last chance to come in to this program two days from now. Don't miss it. The book of Jonah. So if you spent any time in Sunday school growing up, you're probably familiar with the story of Jonah. If you're not familiar with the story of Jonah, no worries. Let me give you a little bit of a preview, kind of like a, a bird's eye view picture of what's happening to Jonah. So there was a prophet in the Bible named Jonah, and God gave Jonah an assignment that Jonah didn't like and honestly did not at all want to do. Specifically, God told Jonah to go to the city of Nineveh and confront the people there about their sin. Now, let's pause right here because 
if I was Jonah, I too wouldn't really be a big fan about this assignment. I, I honestly, if, if this was the assignment that God gave me, it makes sense why Jonah didn't really want to obey. But as we know, um, our obedience to the Lord is not dependent upon our feelings or our want to. And to be honest, this specific assignment, it kind of stinks. <laughs> like, like, God, you want me to go to an entire city and confront people there. So confrontation, like if it, like right there, you want me to confront people and tell them that they've been sinning and God knows. Like I'm one person and you want me to, to, to declare this message to an entire city? Not only does that sound incredibly undesirable, it also sounds very, very dangerous. It sounds very unsafe. And so when I put myself in Jonah's position, I get why he didn't want to do this. Which brings me to point number one. We have three points today on this Bible study breakdown episode. Point number one, obeying God isn't always desirable, but it is demanded. Many of us view God's directions as cheap suggestions. It's interesting because something I often hear from the Christian space, like there's different phrases that are super common amongst believers um, and one of them, this is actually um, something that I hear Christians use, honestly, oftentimes as an excuse. They'll say something like, I just don't feel peace about it. And I believe the Lord is asking me to really confront this conversation of peace today and our human misunderstanding of what it means to have peace. Humans often think of peace as the feeling we get when we are no longer in danger. So like your brain, which by the way, Monday's episode is talking all about brain health. I've been talking about it a little bit on the episodes in the past, on my Instagram story, which if you don't follow me, by the way, come follow me at cami.wilkie. Your brain is hardwired to keep you safe, okay? So um, like many, many years ago in biblical times, um, your, you know, there were, there were lions running around in biblical times. It talks about that in scripture and, and the Lord divinely gave us a brain that was hardwired to keep us safe so that we would not put ourselves in unnecessary danger and get attacked by a lion, right? However, today we don't really have lions. Most of us don't have lions running around, at least if you're in the United States. Um, and so sometimes your brain being hardwired to keep you safe is actually sometimes a disadvantage, especially when the Lord is asking you to step out on something that seems uncertain. So like I said, when you're about to step out into something that seems uncertain or seems unsteady, your brain has an alarm system that goes off to keep you from doing that thing. Here's the irony though. When you get an assignment from God, you will always be stepping into uncertain territory. That's why it's called faith. I cannot think of any single person in the Bible that got an assignment from the Lord that was comfortable, that was safe, that was certain. I can't think of one person. I think of Jonah, I think of Moses, I think of Abraham, I think of Mary, I think of Joseph. Every single one of those people was given an uncomfortable assignment from the Lord 
which I'm sure their brain was like, no, 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 no. This is dangerous. Go in the opposite direction. This is really why it's so important to learn how to control your brain and how to discern the voice of the Lord. Because if you do not learn how to control your fear, how to control your brain, your brain will control you. Do you think that Jonah felt peace about his assignment from God? Do you think that he wanted to do it? Of course not. That's why he ran away. So by today's Christian's standards, using the excuse of, I just don't feel peace about it. If Jonah had used that excuse, I just don't feel peace, God, about going to the Ninevites and telling them um, that, that, that they're sinning, like by, by that standard, it, it wouldn't make any sense. Like, human we just have a we have a misconception of what it means to have peace do not confuse comfort with peace so that was point number one obeying god isn't always desirable but it is demanded so instead of obeying god back to the story now Jonah runs the other way. Scripture literally says, but Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. That is scripture. That is Jonah chapter one, verse three. Read it. it it's it's amazing how the, these words just literally jump off the page. And I was reading that. I'm like, it really is saying Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. Now, we could sit here and scoff at Jonah and judge him and say, well, how could he disobey God like that? God literally told him what he was supposed to do and he's just going to run away. Like, how dare him? But how many times have you and I deliberately, intentionally ran away from God when he told us to do something that we didn't feel, quote unquote, peace about? that we didn't want to do, that didn't feel safe, that didn't feel certain. He told you to start the podcast six months ago, but you've been giving him these weak excuses for the past several months. Well, God, it's just, I don't really know how to start a podcast and like, would anybody really listen? And like, I don't really have the finances to go buy a microphone, God. And like, you're just handing God these like weak excuses. Guys, today I am sick to the point where I do not care if this comes off a little harsh. There is no sugarcoating today. I never sugarcoat in the podcast, especially today. I do not have the energy to sugarcoat with you. Stop giving God weak excuses as to why you can't do the thing that he darn well told you to do. Some of you, he told you that this was the season. At the beginning of the year, he told you, this is the season where your business is going to grow tenfold, but it's going to require you to get uncomfortable and to invest. But because it isn't obvious to you how it's all going to piece together with your finances, because right now you're looking at your finances, and you're like, Lord, I don't have the finances to invest. And God's saying, I, am I not the God of your finances? Am I not provider? And you decided to instead of taking action and actually putting some weight on your faith, you decided to play it safe. And you'll say things like, oh, I'll, I'll invest the next time it rolls around. I'll invest when, when all my finances line up. And somehow you've convinced yourself that God told you to do that. It wasn't God. 
It was your brain trying to keep you safe and comfortable because investing would mean that you have to actually put weight on your faith, put weight on something that is not tangible, that is not certain, hence why it's called faith. Now, maybe those two situations or examples resonate with you. Maybe they don't, but the principle remains. What did God tell you to do? that you've been coming up and handing him excuse after excuse as to why it cannot happen. Jonah ran from God because it seemed safer to jump on a boat and sail away than it was to go confront the Ninevites about their sin like God told him to. And this brings me to point number two. Running away from God may be more comfortable, but it's never safe. The safest place for you to be is within the will of God. Can I prove it to you? Jonah, like I said, hops on a boat, running away from God. Scripture literally says Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He's trying to escape his assignment and is immediately slapped in the face with a deadly tropical storm that threatens to not only destroy the boat he's on, but everyone on it. Point number three, your disobedience doesn't affect just you. It affects those connected to you as well. Now I'm going to use myself as an example here. So my business, as you all are very well familiar, I am a faith-based business coach. I specifically teach online coaches how to package together their skill set, how to create a high-ticket offer, and how to sell that high-ticket offer in their online coaching business, how to get consistent clients and make more money in their business. When I help a coach know how to package their skill set together, and how to sell it, that then enables the coach to go bring a transformation to their client. If I was disobedient in my work, how many coaches wouldn't know how to get clients? How many coaches wouldn't be bringing transformations to their clients, not because they didn't want to, but because I was disobedient in my assignment of trying to teach people how to do sales so that they could then go bring transformation to their clients. And not only that, if I was disobedient in my business, my family financially would be in a much worse place. The Lord gave me the assignment to start the business way before Lucas and I ever knew that we were going to need tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. And thank the Lord, thank you, Jesus, for not allowing me to know that that was coming around the corner because had I known that infertility, that adoption, that that medical bills, that tens of thousands of dollars of of adoption bills were about to slap me in the face, I would have been so overwhelmed and paralyzed in fear that I would not have been able to take action. So let's right now thank the Lord for the things that he's not yet disclosing to us because we're not ready yet to hear that. Because I was obedient in starting the business when he told me to. Yes, I was afraid. I had no money. If you've been listening to any of these episodes, Lucas and I were struggling to to have enough money to even buy groceries. We were trying to eat 
every single week off of $60, six zero for two people. And if you've never seen Lucas, he's a massive man that eats a lot of food. We were trying to eat every single week off $60 worth of groceries. I had every excuse in the book to not invest. We were up to our ears in debt. We had no money. We were living paycheck to paycheck. Our credit cards were the only reason why we weren't going under financially. We, we literally had more money, I think, going out than we did coming in at some points. And some parts of the month, the only way that we were actually able to make our bills was through credit cards. I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know that I can relate to your situation. I hear from people all the time, I want to invest, I just can't financially. No, may I submit to you that you're focusing more on the problem than you are focusing your time and energy on the solution. And if you're going to make it in this industry, friend, you have to be an above average problem solver. Because I was obedient in starting the business, the Lord so graciously allowed us the finances to be able to handle infertility to be able to pay for adoption and be in a stable place to be paying down our debt and no longer living paycheck to paycheck. The Lord, your obedience is tied to provision. Do not ask God to provide if you are not going to be obedient. So my question to you is, who is suffering because you won't be obedient? Friend, I want to challenge you to stop viewing your online coaching business as a quote unquote small business. Like I know like in technical legal standards, many of us here are running quote unquote small businesses. Like from the government's eyes, you may not be making eight figures yet, but the impact that your coaching business is going to have on your family, on your clients in generations to come is anything but small. The impact that your coaching business is going to have on the kingdom of heaven is anything but small. Some of you are listening and you're a fitness coach and you have been anointed to go out and help people break the chains of overeating and gluttony and obesity that have had a stronghold on them, not just for their lifetime, but for generations. And the Lord has anointed you to go out and help people break those chains with your skills that he has gifted you with. Some of you are mindset coaches listening right now, and you're supposed to go out and help people break free from the mental booby traps that the enemy has set up to keep us stuck in our old habits and ways. I, I think of the movie, The Goonies, um, where they were talking about booby traps all the time. And if you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. <laughs> but there were all these traps set up to trap people who were trying to get to the treasure. The enemy knows that you are getting closer and closer and closer to the treasure that the Lord has for you. And so he has set up all these traps to try and keep you stuck. And the Lord has anointed some of you who are mindset coaches to go out and help people break free from those mental mindset traps that are keeping people stuck in their old habits and their old ways. And they can't, they can't get past them. Some of you are relationship coaches who are supposed to go out and help heal marriages and break the cycle of generational trauma. Whatever your niche is, friend, your impact is anything but small. And it has a ripple effect. You acting in obedience can allow somebody else to act in obedience. I go back to like my business, me teaching other people how to 
run sales in their business allows other coaches to to be obedient in their work and go out and perform transformations within their clients. On Monday, I will be kicking off my group coaching program, High Ticket Powerhouse. This is my 18-week group coaching program designed to teach you how to create and how to sell a high-ticket coaching offer on repeat and get consistent clients without having to duct tape your business together any longer. This program is guaranteed to three times your investment. And let me tell you something, not knowing how to master sales is limiting the impact that your coaching business can have. Why? Because every single client transformation that you're supposed to conduct is on the other side of closing the sale. Saturday is the last day to inquire about High Ticket Powerhouse and then your time is up. If the Lord has told you that this is the season to step out in faith and invest in the gift that he has given you, then go down to the show notes, click the link and book an interview call with me. We're going to pop on a call. This is a no pressure call. I do not play around with sleazy sales tactics, forcing people to hurry up and make a decision right on the spot. Absolutely not. I think that's a sleazy, icky, quote unquote, salesy tactic. That's not what I will be conducting. Book an interview call with me and let's have a conversation, a no pressure conversation about if high ticket powerhouse is a perfect fit for you in 2023. I love you, friend. Doors close in two days. Stop waiting. Stop procrastinating. Stop overthinking. Stop trying to figure it all out, wondering how it's going to all piece together, and start exercising your muscle of faith. I love you, and I'll see you on Monday. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.